I should take one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you take one. Uh, uh, now take one. No, I, I think uh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll use this one and, and uh, use the other one. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's the difference? Okay. Anyways, uh, uh, we're going to say uh, welcome to jroadradio.com. Uh, and you can listen to us live on your telephone or on your cushioned computer, whatever it is called. Uh, you can listen to us like uh, jroadradio.com. And you can also listen to us live on the telephone, uh, 712-432-4217. Or you can listen to us live, or you can listen to archives. That means if you missed a show or something like that, you can listen to us, you know what I mean? Uh, and you can listen to us live, or, you know, archives, whatever it is, you know, just follow the menu. Okay, so that number is 718-506-9099. And number again, 718-506-9099. And of course, the number to text in in case you want to um, suggest a possible story, you want to ask some information, how you can advertise, or how you can sponsor a program, you know. So the text number is 347-927-8398. That text number again is 347-927-8398. <sighs> I think I got everything. <laughs> well, uh, I'll do the next part then. Okay, so Jaywood Radio would like to remind you that we could use your donations to keep us going. So, therefore, if you'd like to send in your donations, so please do so at Jaywood Radio. Um, and that would be Jaywood Radio. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Yep, that's what it is. Okay, um, that's, that's what it is. All right, now, uh, what else can we tell you? Ah, uh, you can tell us the story. <laughs> yes, we can. So, of course... Oh, by the way, the number that Robert Herbs never wants to tell anybody because everybody knows it by now. It's, it's 718-683-5858. That number again is 718-683-5858. So at the end of the show, when you want to call in and tell us about lesson you learned, that's the number to call. Uh, what were you just doing? I, I, I was just testing a new microphone because I'm on the other microphone. Uh, yes, I noticed. Okay, <clears throat> so i uh, like to remind everybody that uh, this week's uh, radio program is sponsored in a, as a Rufush Lema for Chaim Yesus Sweeb and Sora Miriam. Once again, my name is Chaim Yesus Sweeb and Sora Miriam for Rufush Lema. And for Peril Bas Chaya Rivka for a Rufush Shalema. Okay, now that we got that done... Uh, what's that kind of humming in the background? Oh, I don't know. I guess when uh, somebody comes back into the room, we'll find out. Okay. Anyway, so where were we? Uh, where were we? Uh, we're right here. <laughs> Not where were we are. Oh, oh, right. Okay. So, are you ready to tell the story? Oh, one minute. I gotta remind everybody. Uh, okay, so if you're interested, ah, if anybody's interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak, either for storytelling during the summertime, or, you know, uh, the Kayak from the Maya special show, or anything, you know, like that, you know, or, you know, uh, you can always call 718 375 1294. That number again is 718 375 1294. Mm hmm, that's right. Okay, so what else do we need to know? Okay, 
uh, if you're interested in, in you know, like uh, hiring my museums, you know, don't, don't have to have to wait for a rainy day, you know, uh, you know, uh, things like that. It just so happens that somebody made a, a special phone call to hire Rabbi Yitzhak yesterday, and he just happened to be available, so <laughs> they were very lucky to get him. Okay, so, but, you know, sometimes the day you want is not always going to work out, so try not to wait the last minute, but just in case it does rain or whatever it is, you never know. You should take a chance and give a phone call. What could it hurt? Just a phone call, and then you get, uh, yeah, well, well, okay, yeah, of course it costs money, but <laughs> not the phone call, but I mean, well, I mean, the phone call costs money too, but, but I mean, to hire Rabbi Yitzhak, I mean, whatever it is, but yeah, it's well worth your while. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay. Anyways, um, uh, so if you're interested in in, in the Kayach or the Mayach or whatever it is and so on and so forth, and due to some cancellation, there is a, a, a certain day uh, available during the nine days. So if somebody's interested, <laughs> don't wait uh, to the last second because somebody else will grab it. Okay, meanwhile, uh, what else can we tell you? Well, you know about my story CDs. Oh, yes, of course, of course, of course. If anybody's interested in buying Rabbi Yitzhak's story CDs, <laughs> and you can't wait till the end of the summer when the big, special, special, big, whoa, special super duper CD is going to come out, which is together with Rabbi Yitzhak's and EUFO Studios. Wow, what a CD that's going to be after the summer. Yes, indeed. Okay, so until then, if you want to just hear regular stories and things like that, and there's a couple of, you know, uh, Studio Ones also there and there, uh, you could call up uh, 718-375-1294, and Rabbi Yitzhak will be more than happy to uh, send you or email you or, you know, uh, fax you or whatever you call it, uh, uh, the the complete updated list at the present moment. Okay, I think I covered everything. Art lessons. Oh, yeah, yeah, and if you're interested in any possible art lessons but seriously-minded people, you can also call 718-375-1294, or you want any private martial arts lessons, self-defense lessons, Qigong energy exercise lessons, things like that, you know, like when Ben Denjin and, you know, a couple of other, other fancy words like the Jandrong system, whatever, you know, uh, um, you can always call, uh, you know, for, uh, you know, uh, you can always call... Uh, 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 375-1294, dialing 718 always helps. That number again is 718-375-1294. Okay, and now that we have all the announcements, I think, out of the way. Uh, by the way, uh, Rabbi Yitzhak's book, Selling the Wagon Drive, is still available in stores if you haven't bought it yet. <laughs> don't wait for the last minute. And don't forget, try to find all those hidden YEs. <laughs> okay, I think we're ready. Okay, so today we have a very interesting story. A very, very interesting story. And that story that we are going to tell you is so interesting that I bet you you're going to have a lot of hano out of it. Uh, um, I hope so. Um, why do you keep looking around? I'm trying to figure out where that noise sound is coming from. It seems to be picking up through our headphones and everything. Oh, well, we'll just have to pretend it's not there. Like me? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, it's very hard to pretend that you're not here. I know. Uh, I know. I have a funny feeling you do that on purpose. I know. I mean, I know. I mean, well, well, yeah, yeah, tell us the story. Okay. Tonight's story is a very interesting story. It is called The Rebbe's Advice. The Rebbe's Advice. Wow, that's an interesting story. The Rebbe's Advice. Mm-hmm. Which Rebbe is it? You know, there's like about thousands of, uh, of Rebbe's, you know? Yes, but this is a story that happened over 180 years ago. Oh, a story that happened over 180 years ago. Let's see, was I born then? 
<laughs> if I wasn't born, you certainly wasn't born. I'm a drop older than you. Oh, only a drop, Baruch Hashem. Okay, um, uh, okay, um, so, um, this story is a very interesting story, you said, uh, and it's called The Rabbit's Advice? That's right. And uh, you should take some of his advice, too. Why? Because then you might be quiet. Oh, <laughs> very good, that's a good one. Okay, anyway, so which rabbit are we talking about? Well... There was a Heiliger Tzaddik. They're all Heiliger Tzaddik. Um, and, 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 and even you're a Heiliger Tzaddik too. But each one had a different Madrega. So let me tell you what happened. What happened was as follows. The Heiliger Rebbe that we're going to be talking about in this story is the great Tzaddik, Rav Yisrael Friedman. I know a lot of Yisrael Friedmans. A rabbi that lived in Russia. Oh, I don't know if I know anybody there. And also, he was the founder of the Hasidic dynasty called the Regina Hasidim. <gasps> You're not talking about the Regina Rebbe, are you? Yes, I am. Oh, Rabbi Ernst, could you turn your head? Why do you want me to turn my head? So this way, when I look at your paper, you won't notice. Mm -hmm. Okay, I did it. What What did you do? Uh, uh, so you're talking about this great Sadiq who uh, didn't really live such a very, very long time, but he did a lot in his lifetime. It was very special, right? Uh, yes. Uh, like he was born like in the year 1796, right? Uh, y y yes. Uh, and then he was like uh, Nifter in 1851, right? Yes. You really looked over my shoulder, didn't you? Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway, so let me tell you before we get up to the Rebbe. There was a merchant, a Yiddish merchant, and we're going to call him Beirish. Can we call him Beirish? Beirish. Well, well, Hasidim call him Beirish, no? But he's Beirish because he wasn't the Hasid. Wait a minute. Are you telling a story about the great Sadiq, Rabbi Yisrael Friedman, the, the Regina Rebbe, the first one? Mm-hmm. And you're telling us that Berish is not a chassid? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Because you're not letting me tell the story. Oh, so go ahead and tell the story. Who's stopping you? Yassi. Oh, okay, go ahead. All right. So let me tell you what happened. Berish started out as a simple farmer. And he was a very hush of a person, meaning like he wasn't a big, you know, tzaddik that everybody knew, and he wasn't a big multimillionaire or something like that. When I say hush of is because he realized that there's a rabbinish loylem in the world. Oh, so why is his name Berish? Should he be Avram Avinu? You'll see. Oh, sorry. Anyways, Berish was a very special person. He believed very much in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He was not one of those people that tied everything that he did that was successful and tried to say that, oh, I'm successful because I'm so smart. No, 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 no. Not bearish. You mean he wasn't smart? No, he was smart. Then what did he do? Uh, well, Yossi, what he ended up doing was as follows. See, bearish, he believed in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he believed if he did something, it was with the help of Hashem. And if he had a special talent to do something, he realized Hashem gave him the talent. And he attributed the talent to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as giving him a gift. And that's what it was. So one day, 
as he was farming, he was singing to himself. <laughs> look at this radishes I'm pulling out of the ground. Ah, look at these potatoes now. Ah, this is Givaldic. All right, I think I have enough stuff. Uh, okay, I'll tell my wife. Malke, Malke. Yes. I'm loading up the wagon. I'm going to take the fruits and vegetables and sell it in the market. Okay. Okay, that's like a rubber. With the Irish this helps, with Hashem's help, I'll do a wonderful job. Okay, Zygazand. Zygazand. Okay, um, bum, 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 bum. okay, everything's on the wagon. I close up the boxes over here like this. I tie everything down. I put a cover over everything so nothing flies out of the wagon. And now I will tie it here. I'm going to tie it over here. Okay, and now I will get up on the wagon. And here we go. Giddy up, horsey! Uh-oh, the wagon's not going. Now, why isn't the wagon going? Maybe the wagon is too heavy for the horses. Or maybe, better yet... I didn't put the horses connected to the wagon yet. <laughs> I'm so excited to go to the to the marketplace over there to sell my fruits and vegetables in the center of the town. Go for gas, and I forgot. No, was a Latin. I know what I'll do. I'll just go and get the horses out of the barn. Ah, you went out of the barn. Let me open the big door. Now I'll go inside the barn. All right, and now let's see. Ah, here's my little feather. Here, horsey, come. Come, come, come. Please don't sneeze all over me. Okay. Let me tie you to the wagon. All right, let me climb up in the wagon. All right, here I go. Let me give a little patch to the horses. Hey, uh, listen, horsey, you want me to whip you, or are you going to go by yourself? <laughs> I said, you want me to whip you? <laughs> All right, then go. Are you not going? I'll give a small patch for you, okay? <laughs> ah, he's going. And so, finally, Beirish got into the center of the town. And he set up the fruits, he uncovered everything, and he put it by his wagon like he's supposed to, and he stood it up on an angle, and he started screaming out, Fresh fruits and vegetables! Fresh fruits and vegetables! Fresh vegetables and fruits! And of course, people would come, even though he was like fomfering his words, my people understood him, and they came, and they bought. And then there was one person that wasn't too far over, and he was standing very nearby. Hmm, very interesting. This person might be the one I'm looking for. Why does this guy keep looking at me? Hmm, it looks like I did. He has a yarmulker. There's longer pies, a longer board, and uh, oh, he's picking his nose now. One second. Uh, 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 please, not in public. Uh, oh, maybe he doesn't know I'm looking at him. He thinks he's looking at me, and he doesn't know I'm looking at him. 
All right, no, no. Uh, fresh fruits and vegetables. Fresh fruits and vegetables. Oh, come and get it. But you have to pay. And sure enough, he was selling. And people would come by. Uh, I'll take that apple over there. Why you want that apple? You know that apple cost about uh, one groschen, you know that? Uh, you know, that uh, could be expensive, you know what I mean? Uh, all right, you know what? Take it, take it. Oh, you're right. Maybe I should take that other apple there. Now you're talking. Even though that uh, apple costs two groschen, you're not. But even though it costs two groschen, it's a much bigger apple. You get more for your money. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, take it, take it, take Next! He's definitely the person I want. He's a very sharp businessman. Why is such a person like that a farmer? Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. Ah, I'll just wait around here until he finishes selling everything in his wagon. Look at him, he's so funny. He, he has a little cockroach left in the wagon. He wants to try to sell that. <laughs> I didn't know how this got here, but anyone to buy a cockroach anyway? You know, no, no, no. All right, well, anyways, okay. You're on your own, kid. Goodbye. Uh-huh. Excuse me. May I talk to you? Uh, may you talk to me? Yes, you may. Wait, 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 wait. Is there a problem? You can't talk to me? I mean, <coughs> well, I, I'm not sure. <coughs> uh, uh, first, clear your throat. Oh, all right, I'll clear my throat. <coughs> you clear your throat very funny. Uh, sorry. All right, anyways, my name is... Moshe David. Uh, uh, Moshe David. Oh, you didn't say Moshe David. <laughs> that means you're not a Hoshid. Uh, you got that right. My name is Moshe David. And I just want to tell you, I'm a businessman. Oh, really? What kind of business are you in? Huh? I don't want to embarrass him telling me he's in the nose-picking business. <laughs> but they don't know I saw that. It's not proper. It's not, I don't want to embarrass him. So what kind of business are you in? Well, um, I'm in the buying and selling business. Ah, you're into buying and selling. But buying what and selling what? A little of this, a little of that. A little of this, a little of that. What's a little bit of this? Just a little. And what's a little of that? Just a little. Hi, where's me? Listen, buddy boy, are you trying to communicate with me? Are you trying to make me understand what kind of work you need? Are you trying to make me understand why you're talking to me? You're not doing a very good job. I know. It's one of my problems. But you don't seem to have a matter of a problem of talking. A matter of a problem? I, you, I know, of course, for the matter, I don't have no matter problem. I don't know. I have no problem talking. I know how to talk. I can talk. I talk. I talk. I talk. Yes, I noticed. Um, you see, I buy things, whatever's available. For example, one week I could buy winter coats that nobody is buying anymore. But then I could take it up, uh, let's say, north, where it's colder, and then I could sell the winter coats for a profit. Then I bring back my money and come to someplace else. And then maybe this time, instead of buying coats, I'll buy pots and pans. And maybe another time, I'll buy... I got the picture! No, I don't sell pictures. That's one thing I don't sell. Ay, ay, ay. Anyways, news wrong, man. Tell me what the problem is. What do you want to do? Well, it's very simple. You see, I have enough money to make a big deal to buy something that's worth a lot of money. Ah, yeah, sure, sure. 
But you see, the thing is, when I buy something that's worth a lot of money, I have to make a big profit. That means I have to do a good business deal. And me, I sometimes have a soft touch. And like, if let's say I can get maybe a hundred rubles or something, I could be tricked to just accept maybe 10 or 15. Ah, that's not very good. You know, not very good at all. So now you have this little problem, so what do you want to do about it? Well, it's very simple. I want you to represent me by a certain parrots, and you are going to have money because I'm going to give you enough to make a down payment, and you will buy or rent the forest so I can chop trees and then sell the lumber. Got it? I didn't get it. I didn't go there yet. Oh, well, whatever. Okay, what do you say? Hmm, and what's in it for me? Uh, well, um, maybe I could, uh, give you a percentage. A percentage? I do all the work. Because of me, you're gonna have this thing, of course, but it's not because of me. It's because of the bonus slum, you know that. I'm just a shliach. But anyways, the bottom line comes out is I'm gonna be the shliach that does all the work, and you want everything, just give me a small percentage? This is crazy! But I have the connections. But I know how to speak to the people. Yes. So therefore you and I should be partners. Ah, that's an interesting idea. Partners. Okay, I like that idea. We'd be 50-50, yes? Well, I don't... Uh, okay, 60-40. I get 60, you get 40. 50-50. Uh, I knew you'd see it my way. <laughs> Am I good at a business dealings or what? Okay. Now, when do I have to go to the parts? Tomorrow. Ah, boy. All right, I'll tell my wife. All right, uh, uh, which parts is it? Uh, Dubrov. Ah, Paris Dubrov. He's a nice fella. Okay, I'm going to go to him. And sure enough, he went to the parts the next day, Paris Dubrov. And when he came to Paris Dubrov, there was a big door. And he started to knock on the door. And when he knocked on the door, all of a sudden he heard, ruff, 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 ruff. Uh, calm down. Hint, hint, ich bin Eisef's kind. Nein, hint, hint, ich bin Yankev's kind. <laughs> and die bist Eisef's hint. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm not afraid of you. And sure enough, the guard was at the door. Who is standing over there? What do you want? What I want? Are you the porridge? No. Then you're not the guy I want. <laughs> I need to speak to the porridge. Very important. And who, should I say, is here? Uh, me. Me? That's right, me. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, uh, porridge Dubrov. Yes, what is it? Hey, Boris Dumrov, there's this um, Jewish person here to see you. Oh, send him in. <laughs> it, it, it must be um, uh, Moshe David. <laughs> uh, come in. Uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. You don't look like Moshe David. Uh, uh, that's because I'm not Moshe David. I'm a friend of Moshe David. I'm here to represent Moshe David to buy or rent the forest. Okay, so what do you say? Hmm, I don't know you. Uh, what is that you're holding? 
Uh, this is a ladder. See it? Well, you're shoving it in my face. Of course I see it. Oh, let's see. Oh, he's authorizing that you should be his messenger to buy it. All right, so you, he's going to trust you to negotiate? You better believe it. All right, now let's see the map and let's see what we're talking about. All right, let me take out the map. All right, here's the map. All right, this is so much fun. Could I take out another piece of paper? No, would you please stop? All right, I'm just kidding around. Okay, anyways, now what? Now, take a look. Here's the forest right here. And all this area here in the circle is what I'm willing to sell or rent. Uh-huh. All right, now if you rent it, how much would you rent it? Well, I figure at least 5,000 rubles for the year. <laughs> 5,000 rubles for a small circle on a map? <laughs> what a joke. Do you know what I was thinking? I was thinking that for that amount of money, I could buy a forest. You know that? Oh, it might be possible, but on the other hand, uh, many people uh, don't have so much money up front. You're right. I have it in the back. <laughs> don't worry. Okay. Let's see. I have here a thousand rubles to put down for a down payment, and then I'll have the rest as soon as possible. And, uh, you know, but if you just want to rent it, you know, you know, maybe you're not the guy I should deal with. What? I am too proud. I've done business with Moshe David for a long time, and now you want to take his business elsewhere? Where would you go? I'll find another poet who wants to make 5,000 rubles on the spot and sell me a whole place like that instead of renting. Because if you rent it, you know what happens. You know, you're going to get all the rent one year, second year, third year, fourth year, fifth year, sixth year, seventh year, hundred and whatever years, you know, until Mashiach comes. So whatever it's going to be, you're going to constantly make more money than the 5,000. So why should I buy it like this? It's a crazy deal. You know what? I'll go elsewhere. So I just want... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't go away. I'm not going away. I was just standing up for your moment. Uh, now I'm going to go away. Zygerson, I... Wait, 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 wait. Uh, sit down, please. Uh, sit down, please. Oh, you said please. Okay, I sit down. <coughs> okay, I'm sitting down. Now what? All right. I, I, I'll sell it to you. <laughs> but but, but I, I don't know if I can sell it to you for 5000 because I have to think about that if I sell it to you, then I won't get any more rent from it. And so, you know, I know 5000 rooms is a lot of money in our times, but, but on the other hand, if I sell it, then I won't make any rent money. So I'll be losing a, 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 a way how to get uh, money. <laughs> what you talking about? You get 5000 rubles, right? So what do you do? You invest it, and you buy something else. Buy another piece of property. Use your head. Make a profit. Come on. Where's your business acumen? You know what I mean? My business what? Uh, you know, you're smarts, you know. You're not supposed to do business, you know. You don't buy something that comes out to be the same amount. You buy something you can make a profit, you understand? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, quite so, yes. All right, so now uh, we have a deal. No, I want 7,000 rubles. All right, I go to another police. Goodbye. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, I wait two minutes. So, you ready to sell it to me for 5,000? Uh, well, um, I, 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 I'm, I, I, I... All right, I go somewhere. All right, all right, all right, all right, let's sell it. 
All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll sign the deed and everything. And sure enough, he certainly signed over the deed. He signed over everything. You can uh, begin to imagine how smart and how tough Bayrish was. Even though he was standing in front of a pirates, he did not seem to falter because he felt that a Kaddish Borg was with him. And if a Kaddish Borg was with him, he's going to do a good business deal. And eventually, it was pretty self-evident that Bayrish realized he's better at buying and selling things than being a farmer. And so, after a while, he dissolved the partnership between him and Moshe David. They both went on their separate ways. They both ended their partnership in a friendly fashion. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, Bayrish went on his own. And because of what he did by going and buying things and selling things and trading things back and forth, it meant that he traveled a lot. And one day it happened. What happened? What happened? Something happened. He fell down. He got hurt. He got a boo-boo. He needed a bruise. And he got a band-aid. No, no, no. Nothing like that. You see, just please, you're so quiet until now. Because this is a strange story. I never heard it before. It's like, uh, uh, yes, I know. But let me finish. So what happened was as follows. Bayrish was traveling from place to place. And every few weeks, every few months, he would come home. And of course, he was getting pretty rich. But he never forgot where his riches came from. So he became a very big Baltzadoka. And one day... I know you keep saying one day, one day, one day, what? Ah, one day he passed through a certain city called Regine. <gasps> where Rabbi Yisrael Friedman lives? Well, yes, that's correct. The Regina Rebbe. And he came into this little, I don't know if I would call it little, I guess he came to this little city of Regine. And he came into it, and there he heard people talking. So I went to the Rebbe, and they gave me a brocha. And when I gave him a brocha, two days later, I'm telling you, Claude, you hear me, Zalman? Two days later, my daughter became a caller. Wow, that's very interesting. I wonder what this rebbe is about. You know, I'm not a chassid of any rebbe, but I, I do believe in Talmudic Chachomim and great tzaddikim and things like that. All right, let me just walk a little further. Mm-hmm. And so, as I was saying, you know, so my business was falling apart. I owed so much money. I went to the Heiliger Tzaddik, and he heard me pour out my heart to him, and I was crying and everything. And then, all of a sudden, he gave me a bracha. And then, the next day, a strange thing happened. All of a sudden, I, 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 like I, I found a hidden box in my basement that seemed to have money that I put away so many years ago, and I forgot all about it. And I was able to pay up off all my chayvahs and everything. And now my business is, is flourishing once again. Wow, that's so nice. I like this. It's very good, man. Very nice, very nice. Uh-huh. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, it sounds great. You know, I'm not a chosset, but this man is a holy rabbi? To get a brocha from a heilige tzaddik, a holy tzaddik? Sure, a vade. Let me just go into the shul over here where he is. He's a little oiled. 
All right, um, let me see now. Uh, excuse me, are you the shamus here? Yes, I'm the shamus here. What can I do for you? Uh, well, I, I would like to see the uh, the rabbi. I'd like to see the head of the rabbi, wouldn't I? Uh, would you like a critical to be written? Ah, uh, critical. I didn't do that in a long time. All right, you know what? Give me a piece of paper and a shabazoi right like this. And of course, he told him what to write for his critical. And the clock was ticking. And finally, the hours passed. And finally, the summers come out. Excuse me, pardon me. And was bearish, 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 bullish, bullish. No, I'm not bullish. I'm Zalman. And then you're not the one we're talking about. He's talking about me. I'm bearish. Yeah, the rebel will see me. Okay, very good. All right. Uh, please, please, bearish. Have a seat. Uh, but he knew my name. Okay. Let me sit down. Maybe you overheard me. Maybe I talk too loud. Okay, well, whatever it is. Unless it's, wow, who are you? Unbelievable. Okay, let me see what's going on here. Uh, uh, hi, little Chadik. Uh, um, uh, I came here because, you know, listen, you know, um, all due respect, I'm not exactly a horse that I'm telling you straight out, but I believe in Talmidi Chachomim, I, I have a lot of respect for great Talmidi Chachomim, great rabbis, and so on and so forth, and I heard people talking about uh, you on a good way, of course, you know, so I was just thinking out loud that maybe I should stop by here too, even though I'm not a horse, uh, you give a broker to somebody who's not a horse? Of course. Of course. Now let me see now. Let me look at your kvittel. Let me open up the paper. Okay. Now let me read it. Ah! Very interesting. So you're a merchant. You travel from city to city, from town to town, to village to village, and from shtetl to shtetl. Very nice. Very nice. And you buy and you sell things. Also, very nice, very nice. So, let me uh, just uh, think for a second here. Mm. Wow, he's closing his eyes. He's chuckling. Wow, his, his face looks so holy. He really is a great rabbi, probably, okay. Ah, he's opening his eyes. Uh, listen to me. You know, you travel a lot, right? Uh, yes, I do. Yes, 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 Baruch Hashem. Well, you know... There's a word that is used that a person should prepare himself for the road. It's called tochin. You should prepare yourself. Tochin. You know how this is spelled? Uh, yeah. Tuf, chuf, ayid, and a endonin. Yes. And do you know what it stands for? Tochin. You should prepare yourself. No? Something like that? Ah, yes. But take a look at the first letter. What is it? A uh, tof? That's right. And you know what the tof means? A uh, tof is um, the last letter in the alphabet. Yes, yes, yes. But it's also the first letter in Tfilin. Ah, well, uh, okay, yeah. And you know the chof? What's that the first letter of? Um, uh, no, 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 no. Think when you're traveling. What do you need, Gesher? What do you need? What do you need? 
Ah, 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 bread, bread. That's right. So the cough is kicker, a loaf of bread. Wow, unbelievable. And uh, next comes uh, Ayid, Ayid. Yes. And you know what that stands for? Uh, Eagle. No, 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 no. Think some more. When you're very, very down, you need to be uplifted. You need a good drink to, you know, like, bring your spirits up. What do you drink? Uh, pickle juice. No, 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 no. What most people drink. Ah, oh, what most people drink. Uh, most people drink uh, yayin. <gasps> oh, yayin, yayin, yayin. That's right. And what's left in the word? Uh, anion, anion, anion. That's right. And uh, when you're traveling and it's dark, what do you need? Uh, uh, I need to sleep. Now, besides that, if you have to travel, what do you need? Uh, a nail, nail, that's right, a nail. I need a candle, of course. I should have told you that before. So let me get this straight. Tochin, tof is for the tefillin, chof is for kicker, and yud is for yayin, and nun is for nail. That's right. So listen to me. I give you a brocha. Hashem should watch over you and protect you when you're traveling. But to help out, you know, you have to make a shtadlis. So every time you travel, you should make sure that you don't go without having your tefillin, without having your kikor, a loaf of bread, and the yayin, the wine, and an air, a candle. Understand? Yeah. Uh, the zug of mine. Uh, oh, mine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Wow, very interesting experience. I'm going to do what the Rebbe said. For now on, when I travel, it's no problem. I take film every day. But I guess he mentioned that, so I shouldn't, like, cross uh, for Sholem, you know, like, uh, forget my film one time. And then, <coughs> kick a kick a bread, bread, bread. Yeah, yeah, okay, strong wine. And now, a candle. Okay, let me make sure I have all of these things before I go and continue my travels. And so, sure enough, from that day on, this person over here, this wonderful person, Beirish, who trusted in a great Sadik's bracha, made sure that he never went to travel on any business trip without taking his trillin, without having a loaf of bread, or without having a flask of wine, and without having a candle. He always took these four things. And so, weeks went by, months went by. When one day, as he was traveling, he realized, I wish me, this place where I have to go, I didn't realize how far it is. Mamish, I'm carrying tons and tons of guilt with me. I'm so much money on me, Mamish. You know, <clears throat> I don't want to be robbed in the middle of the forest, and it's time to get dark. I thought I'd be able to reach the other town, but that, wait a second. What do I see out there on the edge of the woods over there? <sighs> Unbelievable! I see a Kretschmer, an inn. Maybe I'm gonna go inside to the Kretschmer, to the innkeeper, and what I'm gonna do is ask him for a place to stay. I, I was me, I don't see no mezuzah on the door. This is not very good. 
I don't see a mezuzah on the door. Ay, 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 I don't see a mezuzah on the door. But I got to stay here anyways. Cause I can't travel in the forest anymore. Ay, 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 what I gonna do? I know. I gonna dive into a ship. Like I always do. And I'm going to hope that the guy who runs this in is a nice person. So, uh, it's getting dark, so I don't know if he's open, so I'll just knock on the door. Who is there? Uh, uh, me. Me? Me who? Wow. He's a guy and he knows the song. Me who is every I say he's a Kylie me. You know the next part? I don't know what you're talking about. You need a room? Is that what you're here for? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm here for. Uh, you have a room? Hmm. Let me see what kind of guy he is. <laughs> ah, come inside. <laughs> I see that this Jewish person is a very rich man. And uh, that bag on the side of him must have a lot of money. Mm. He's only very careful. I, mm. Well, of course, I know what to do with him. <laughs> yes, indeed. One more to my collection. <laughs> One more to my collection. I don't like him, Rabbi Herbs. He's a scary person. You see? What kind of stories do I always tell? Uh, ones with happy endings. That's right. So, just let me go on. All right, go ahead. <laughs> ah, yes, for you, I see. You look like a well-dressed and well-groomed businessman. Are you a businessman? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, yes, uh, I could trust that this is a nice place. Of course. We serve all kinds of people here. Now, a person like you... You're going to get a special room. <laughs> you know, here, come upstairs and you can put your stuff down in the room. And this bag, I'll hold it with me wherever I go. And this bag also. Wow. Two bags of money. Wow. This is going to be fun tonight. <laughs> Excuse me, what did you say? Oh, nothing. I was just talking to myself. You were just talking to yourself? What, I am a chicken or something? I don't understand. Okay, whatever. Okay, uh, so where's the room? Right here. You like it? Wow, it's a big room. Very interesting. Ah, beautiful curtains by the window. Very nice, very nice, very nice. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, this is fine, fine, fine. Uh, it's going to cost me a lot? Nah, for you, I'll charge you like I charge a regular room. <laughs> I want you to come back to my inn again and again and again. Ah, yes, okay, okay. Now come downstairs, and I'll give you something to eat. Here, have some of my bread. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I brought my own food. See, I'm, I'm a Jewish person. Yeah, I'm an Orthodox Jew, you know, and I keep kashris and everything like that. So, uh, you know, I, I, I brought my own food, okay? I have bread, don't worry. <laughs> well, you need to wash it down with something. No, 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 I don't put the bread in the sink. It didn't fall on the floor. I don't need to give it a bath or something like that. No, what I mean to wash it down your throat. Ugh. You want me to drink detergent down my throat? That's not very nice. No, 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 that's not what I mean. 
What I mean is, you need something to drink. Ah, drink. And you want to offer me what? I want to offer you a very strong wine. A good wine. What do you say? I say, no, sir. I can't drink your wine, because it's Yayanessa. I brought my own wine, okay? And if you want, I could buy vegetables that are clean. That's about it. Hmm. All right, have it your way. I'll go get the vegetables. Hmm. I was hoping that he would drink the wine. It's a very strong wine. He'd fall asleep in no time. Then I'd be able to do what I wanted to do. Hmm. I guess we'll have to come up with another plan. <laughs> All right, I, I finished my meal. I finished my bread. I finished drinking my wine. And uh, now I would like to go upstairs uh, in the room. And, you know, I want to dive in my riff. What? I, I have to pray. And then I want to learn a little bit before I go to sleep. Uh, uh, oh, oh uh, yes, yes, study, right? Yeah, that's right. And uh, is there a lamp in the room? Oh, uh, yes, yes, there's a kerosene lamp in the room. Uh, thank you very much. Okay. Uh, uh, as, as, as I'm going to my room now. Uh, yes, 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 please do. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I was hoping he would drink the wine. Then when he drinks the wine, he would lie down. When he lies down, then I would do my thing, what I do to all those rich people. I would kill him and then take his body the next morning and then hide it. <laughs> Actually, I buried it in the forest, and nobody knows. That was so much fun. All right. So much fun? Uh, well, yesterday I didn't say he's the nicest guy in the world, but I did say it has a happy ending. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, um, can I continue, Yossi? I'll go right ahead. <laughs> Just stay away from me. Oh, yes, don't worry. And so, sure enough, as the hours were ticking by, and it was getting late, and this man... He seemed to have a little hole between his room and that room where he set up for Bearish to be. And he was looking through that little hole. What's going on? He's still up learning from that book of his. You know what? I got a plan. I got to get this guy to go to sleep. Otherwise, I'll never get a chance to kill him and rob him. How am I supposed to rob him and kill him and kill him and rob him? Whoops, not so loud. Okay, um, I got an idea. And immediately... This person, this innkeeper, Yuri Petrikovich, he opened up the door and came right in. Ah, excuse me, pardon me, but we just got another fancy Delancey guest, and he needs some light, and I ran out of lamps. So you know what? Uh, you were up pretty long, so it's time for you to go to Betty Bye. Uh, so let me take your lamp with me. Wait a second, I'm not... Just let me take your lamp. And he took the lamp, and he left him without any lamp. But then he remembered he had a candle. But this time he didn't want to disturb the innkeeper, Yuri Petrikovich. Petrikovich did not look like a nice person. And he had his doubts about him. So he took out his candle. He lit it. And then while he was, you know, learning, he learned a lot quieter. So not to get the attention of Yuri Petrikovich. And the meanwhile, what ended up happening was as follows. Yuri Petrikovich was looking through the hole. What? I can't believe it. He's still up. What's what that guy? He better go to sleep. And suddenly, the innkeeper was peeking every now and then through the hole. And then, all of a sudden, Bearish, when he was starting to get a little tired, he looked up from his Gemara, 
He looked to the right, to the left, to like stretch out his neck a little bit, soften it up from getting stiff. And he noticed a small glimmer of light from a wall. He took a closer look without letting anybody catch on what he was doing. What? There's a hole. <gasps> but good thing I didn't say that too loud. Hmm. That hole is just opposite the pillow where I'm going to sleep. Let me take a peek inside the room. Hmm. He took a peek inside. <gasps> what? That's the, 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 the innkeeper, Yuri Petrovich. Yuri Petrovich is sitting there waiting in the dark. Wait a second, there's a small lamp over there. A small lamp. Uh, what is he doing over there? <gasps> He's loading up a rifle. <gasps> now I understand why the hole is there. He puts the rifle to the hole, and when the rich guest is sleeping, Boom, 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 he shoots him. I got an idea. What I'm going to do is like this. Let him think he shoots me. I'm going to go and make believe I go to sleep. I'm going to take the covers, crunch it up like this, put the pillow like this. Okay, now it looks like me. And meanwhile, I'll hide near the closet. And then after he shoots, I'm sure he's going to go to sleep. And sure enough, suddenly you heard a... And he shot. And he assumed that it was a perfect shot because the hole was lined up to the bed. And he saw first that the head of Barish was in the right place. So he shot. And then Barish waited until he finally heard. All right, I think he's sleeping. Now let me go out the door. Uh-uh. He locked the door from the outside. So what? I climb out the window. Let me open the curtains. Ay, 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 put bars on the windows. <sighs> How am I going to get out of here? What are I going to do? And he couldn't fall asleep that night for sure. And he stayed up, and he continued learning. But this time he started to learn about pear because he didn't want to light any light. He didn't want to give any indication to let this guy, Yuri, wake up and realize that he did not kill Bearish. And the morning started to shine, the light from the morning, I guess, Alosha Shach is what we call it by us. So as Alosha Shach came, he started to feel that, all right, he's going to come in here once more in the morning to see what happened. I guess he didn't want to try to bury me in the nighttime. So he figures if I'm not here anymore, if I'm dead, <laughs> he can bury me later. But I'm not dead. But when he comes in, he finds out I'm alive, I'll be dead. You know what? I got my tefillin here, just like the Heiliger is in a rabbi's head. I'm going to put it on, but I don't want to open a lamp, so I'll do it near the window. So he put on his tefillin and his talus, and he started davening near the window. And at that time, another yid from the nearby village was on his way to shul. What's going on there? Why is that yid uh, davening by the window? Why it looks like a jail cell. That's the inn where Yuri Petrikovich is. Let me go over there. Anshulik, Yid, you must be a guest here. Listen, we have a minion. All of us farmers, we get together and we go to the next shtetl and then we dive in. We have a beautiful minion for Shachris. Why don't you come? Psst, psst. Don't talk so loud. You're going to wake up Yuri Petrikovich. What's the problem with waking up? Shh, quiet, quiet, quiet. Listen to me. It happens to be that um, 
Are you listening? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm a prisoner here. A prisoner? And he told over the whole story what happened to him. And this Yid ran. He called the police. The police came. They came. All right. Okay. We break off the bars. <laughs> Come out. Climb out. The rest of my policemen go to the front. All right. Break down the door. <laughs> and they broke down the door. They arrested Yuri Petrovich, and Petrovich said, why, why are you asking me? What do I do? And they found the gun. And they found the bullet that was shot from that gun in the wall. And they found the holes in the pillows. And they realized he tried to kill. And finally, they, they had their ways how they made Yuri talk. And Yuri showed him a special place where he has killed many rich men and buried them in the forest while he robbed them. But now, when this Yid came bearish, who got that special bracha from the Regina Rebbe, and he listened to him even though he wasn't a chazid, but he trusted because of big Talmud Chochem and he knows what he's talking about, he listened, and sure enough, his life was saved. Unbelievable, right? Wow, it does have a happy ending. Oh boy, this is a great story. It's the first time you ever told it? Mm-hmm. But I think we have a minute or two that we can take some quick phone calls. Uh, okay, so we'll try to take a phone call too. Here we go. Hello, you're on the air. What is your hello? name? Hello. Yes, you're on the air. What name? Hesel Pearl. Um, learning Torah can save a person's life, no matter where you are and when. That's right. And also, and and, and you should and, 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 listen, and listen to the rabbi's advice and also listen to what he tells you. It could save your life and it could also save you from harm's way. Excellent, beautiful. And, and also in the, in the rabbi's class, you, um, you could also be saved. That's right also. You got that right. Very good. And by the way, before I take the next caller, just a quick shout-out and a happy graduation, Mazel Tov, to, to, to Mashi to, uh, Nakanovsky, who graduated high school last week. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, and now next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? I learned the lesson that you should have a moon of Chachamim. Right. You should. <coughs> you should. You should always believe. You should always do what a tzaddik says because you never know what gazer, what terrible gazeres could be broken in Shemayim. Very good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Tzaddik. <laughs> okay, you got to be very right, quickly. Okay. Double yeah, I, I hope. I hope you. Yes. Okay, Ma so Masha. Number one is don't rob, and number two is don't kill. All right, now, hey, whoa, Yuri Petrovich, stop that! What have I said about shooting in the studio? Okay, thank you very much. Hey, okay. don't do that, Yuri. Please, okay, don't okay. Shoot me again. Okay, I gave you the Mazel Tov. I hope you heard it. Can you tell him not to shoot in the studio, Yes, please? yes, yes, I will. Okay, let me go on. I gave you already your mazel tov about your graduation. Hello, you're on here. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, my name is Eliyahu Cohen, and I, ah. and I learned that you should you should get a bracha from a rabbi even if you're not a chosid, even if not, you're not a student. Very good. Excellent. Beautifully. Well said. Okay, thank you very much. Sorry, I, think... I didn't come today. Okay, that's all right. But you're, you're listening to me on the phone and you got to call in. Okay, one last caller? Or that, yeah, okay, one last caller is all I have time for. Hello, you're on here. What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's uh, story? Me? 
Yes, you. You're the last caller, lucky caller. Um, my name is Indigo Simon, and I learned that you're, you're, you should always trust in Hashem and do what the Rabbi say. Excellent. Beautiful. Very well said. Okay, thank you very much. That's all the time we have till next week. So everybody have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, a wonderful Shabbos, and see you all, Bez Hashem, next week. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>